0: What's the longest you've ever gone without talking? Let's find out today on Happy Hour. Welcome back to Happy Hour, our podcast for young adults here at the Cathedral of the Most Sacred Heart of Jesus. I'm Rick.
1: And I'm Holly.
0: And today we are going to deal with the controversial topic of silence. Yes. It was so controversial, I couldn't even say controversial. That's how controversial it was. Oh, silence. This is a tough one. Uh, last week, we dealt with a, a, a really tough topic, I think, with, you know, the difference between gossip and um, venting. Mm-hmm. That was a good one. I liked it a lot. And uh, this week is another one of those topics that I don't think we talk enough about, even with our closest of closest people.
1: Right. It's right. sort of the unspoken
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, I see what you did there. That was good. That's mm-hmm. that's my kind of humor. So mm-hmm. mm, that's perfect. Mm-hmm. Silence. Is it bad? Is it good? Do we need it? How often? You know, all these things we'll take a look at. We'll, we'll share our experiences of silence. We've got maybe a little bit of advice. Um, you might be able to tell my, my voice a little hoarse a little bit. We had a uh, messy night at middle school youth group last night. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> and let me tell you, that was not silent.
1: Oh, I can. Yep. I've been there, so. Yeah. Sometimes it is not very silent. No,
0: there was, it was anti silent. Yes. What's the word for that? Loud. I'm just going to. It's been that type of morning, folks. It really has. In fact, every time I want to say loud now, I'm just going to say anti silence. Anti silence. Yeah. Stop being so anti silent. (laughs) I kind of like the ring of that. I don't know. I think
1: you even had a, a lesson with them on that, and it was very difficult that day, even with talking about silence. They, yeah, they really had a very difficult time being silent, and that that goes with all kids, you know. It's middle school.
0: It's middle school, right? What can you expect? <laughs> because if you're silent, then what are you left with? Your own thoughts, yourself, mm-hmm. and oh,
1: it's gonna get deep.
0: Middle school Rick definitely did not want to be silent. Let me tell you that. <laughs> middle school Rick spent way more time with uh, the principal than being silent. Ooh. Yeah, so little insight into. The- <laughs> the mindset of Rick. Huh? You're welcome. We have some tips and tricks as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but why don't we just go into uh, maybe a couple of factoids or something. I know you yes. have a couple of questions huh, that uh, I'm excited about. We started to talk about it before the podcast. I was like, nope, nope. Let's just podcast it about podcast. it. That's right. Yes. So hit me with it. I have no idea where you're going. So okay. I'm excited.
1: All right. Well, I was researching a lot about silence in preparation. Ooh, you know, nice. So I was looking up the Guinness uh, World Record for spending the most amount of time in the world's quietest room. So that's a a mouthful. But the world's quietest room is in Minnesota, in Minneapolis. And I I want you to guess how long someone, like the longest amount of time someone has spent in this room.
0: Okay. So is there like a restroom? Do they have access to food or are they just...
1: It, they do not have access to food, water, restroom. Just wow! Just like purely in the the room of silence. Okay, that I'm is... gonna go
0: with uh, two and a half minutes. <laughs> 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 that would be my limit. Um, wow, that's that's okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna attempt a let's go with three hours. Okay, that's my guess.
1: Okay, it was 45 minutes. So because Whoa. the world's quietest room is negative nine decibels, so you can hear your joints moving and your heartbeat what, and your stomach gurgling. And even y- your ears have this like echo mm-hmm. when air comes into it and that you can hear like a whooshing sort of like a, in a shell, a seashell. No way. You can hear all of that in this room. That's crazy. So yeah, the longest amount of time and it's because you get like really uncomfortable and mm-hmm. And because it's all dark in this room as well, they turn off the lights. You, you don't have a sense of balance really because you can't see at the horizon line. So people get really like, you have to be sitting down in this room. Sure. Or you get, you know, off balance and your ears also, you know, well, yeah. help you with balance. So.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: It's, it's like very disorienting, apparently. But you have to be sitting down, like, in order to go
0: in. This sounds like a nightmare I had <laughs> once. <laughs> this sounds awful.
1: It's, I don't know. I, I'm sort of curious. I wanted to try. I oh looked up gosh. some videos and there's some people doing some vlogs in it and seeing how long they could go. Um, but I definitely want to try it one day. I'm very I'd, curious. I'd
0: be afraid to try, but I would try. I've tried. I'm not scared to try things, but I have a feeling I would not last very long.
1: Yeah. I don't, I don't know. But I wonder if, I don't know because Catholics go to adoration sometimes, you know? That is true. So I don't know if we have like a, an upper hand. Mm. I don't know. Oh, well, that could be. If we've had practice with that. So that's That's true. We have to do a little research. You said
0: Minneapolis is where it's at? Minneapolis. Okay. Hmm.
1: Next time you go, try it. Check it out. (laughs) I want to see.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: Give us your time. Yeah. I want to (laughs) know.
0: Yeah. If if anybody dares to do that, please uh, write us and let us know. Mm -hmm. I would be very interested Mm -hmm. uh, in your story, not mine. (laughs)
1: And I was also looking up um, some facts about silence, like awkward silence mm. and what can like how much time consists of, I guess, like an awkward silence. So if you had a guess in a group of friends and a hush goes around all of them, okay. how long would it take on average mm-hmm. for it to start be- becoming
0: awkward? Um, I do this kind of thing with students sometimes. So in my experience, it's probably about four to five seconds. You're right.
1: Four seconds. Look at that. There you go. <laughs> That's
0: only because I do that kind of stuff with my mm-hmm. students. And and I'll, I, I push the envelope. I'm like, all right, we're going to teach you about this. We're, just you know. here yeah. it is. Boom. And then for 30 seconds, we're silent. And they you can tell within that first few seconds, they're losing their mind. And really? by the time they get to 30, it is such a sense of relief to hear something.
1: Do you just like stay silent before yep. talking? You're just like, we're going to talk about this. Pause.
0: Yep. So I usually, I'm usually like, we'll be talking maybe about silence or whatever. And I say, oh, you know what? Why don't we go ahead and try something? See how awkward that was? <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going okay. to I'm ready, I'm <laughs> ready. <laughs> but it was, I mean, it, it only takes a few seconds to figure mm-hmm. that
1: out. Which is sort of, you can almost like, I was looking up in business. Mm. So people use pauses, silence in terms of negotiation. Mm. So if you're trying to get a salary raise, you're you're going back and forth and you just sort of pause because somebody's going to have to fill that silence because people are very used to filling silence. Mm -hmm. So if you take a pause and you're stubborn, they're probably going to respond back to you. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It's very psychological. I'm not encouraging anyone to be manipulative. Obviously. (laughs) But if you
0: deserve a raise and you're not getting one, try that. Try silence. Try pause. You know, know, I used to sell cars for a living. You did? Mm Mm-hmm.
1: I Again. could totally see you being really good at sales. Okay, I could see you. Yep. I was pretty good.
0: I was pretty good. Uh, and that is kind of one of the tactics too. Um, when you are negotiating over price. Mm-hmm. You know it's really usually the rule is the first person that speaks loses. Yes, that's just the rule. And so there is a way to use silence for benefit. Uh, of course, it, and we, we don't want to be manipulative, but um, there is a lot of benefit to silence though too. Even though we want to fill it, even though it feels awkward, even though it's like, oh, there's something not right here. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's a lot to it, right? In fact, why don't I read a scripture quote real, real oh, quick here? I'm ready. First Kings chapter 19. He said, "Go out and stand on the mountain before the Lord, for the Lord is about to pass by." Ooh, now that's exciting, right? So somebody tells you that, hey, listen, go stand there. The Lord's coming.
1: Anticipate. Right? And here's what happened.
0: (laughs) Now there was a great wind so strong that it was splitting mountains and breaking rocks in pieces before the Lord, but the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, a fire but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a sound of sheer silence. When Elijah heard it, he wrapped his face in his mantle and went out and stood at the entrance of the cave. The Lord was found in the silence, in the sheer silence, mm-hmm. right? Which I found very interesting.
1: That is interesting.
0: Because why? Why? Why wasn't he in the earthquake? Why wasn't he in the fire? Why wasn't he in the strong wind? Why was he in the silence? Because he speaks. Mm. I think it has more to do with us than him.
1: Mm-hmm. Right? That's true. Yeah. Because
0: God could God be in the earthquake? Of course. Could he be in? Of course. But he chose to be in the silence. Why? I think that's what we have to look at. Say, well, why, why did God choose silence then? Oh, because there are so many distractions. Um, I don't know if you've ever tried to like listen to somebody speak and your mind just starts to wander Mm -hmm. right i mean it's natural only natural yep happens to me all the time um even when i'm talking i start thinking about things (laughs) i can't even stand myself uh but this idea of whoa 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 not even talking we just want you to be we want everything stripped away so you can really hear the word of the lord You know, there's just, there's so much distraction and we fill our lives with distraction. Let me ask you, when was the last time you're going to have a good answer for this? I should ask somebody else, but I'm going (laughs) to ask you anyway. When was the last time you were in your car? Okay. Not by yourself. Mm -hmm. And there was, and you just were silent. No music, no talking. You're just silent.
1: With another person. With another person. It This is funny because I've thought about this. It depends on the person. Okay. Um, Usually, when I encounter a new person, if I'm like meeting someone, I'm driving them in my car, Mm -hmm. let's say, I feel the need to fill the space with like, you know, just conversation because Mm -hmm. you're getting to know them. uh, Any silence is more of an awkward pause in that situation. Yeah. When I'm with a best friend, it's more natural. Mm. So if I'm driving and we're just like sort of chilling, not listening to music, just sort of driving, Mm -hmm. it's the silence is much more comfortable. So I feel like it sort of depends, but not, I don't do that often without music, even with a best friend. We usually have something playing in the car. We're just sort of silent, but listening. Yeah. But I haven't actually been in a car with another person.
0: Yeah. I think you really hit on something though. It's the more comfortable you are with someone the more the silence doesn't affect you because you, you're you not proving anything. You're not trying to be liked. You're not trying to be loved. You don't have to fill that. And boy, isn't that the same with our Lord? Like the, the more you get to know him, the more, the more comfortable you are with him, the more you realize I'm just loved. I don't have to impress him. I don't have to say anything. In fact, I just need to be in his presence. Right, And I think we feel that way with uh, the closest of closest of family and friends where we don't necessarily need to talk all the time. We can we just sit and enjoy being in the presence of the other person. And uh, you alluded to it, right? Like adoration is a great example of that. The more and more that you grow accustomed to being with somebody, mm-hmm. the the more comfortable you are, the the more natural it is just to be, not to have to fill, just to be, right? Mm-hmm.
1: I have a little picture in my head of like a little farm and these two little like grandparents like sitting on rocking chairs just like watching the sunset together and they don't have to talk they're just you know in the presence of each other um and just you know watching God's creation Mm -hmm. so like I don't know I had that little picture in mind when you were talking about that I'm like that's sort of what I imagined
0: (laughs) what color were the rocking chairs
1: Ooh. I, oh, I didn't think about that. Mm, mm.
0: It, <laughs> Brown, maybe <laughs> psychologically, it says a lot about you. I'm just kidding. That means nothing. I don't know. I'm just kidding. I, I was thinking white when you were saying it. I'm oh, like, oh, really? white, white rocking chairs and like a white wraparound porch yeah. and like, yeah, the old farm style house. Yeah, well, you, know, you said a nice picture. That was good. Yeah. You made me think of the in color silence. of the chair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, in silence though. But that's that's the key. Like, um, uh, maybe that's ultimately what was how close we're supposed to be, Mm -hmm. right? Is like, you're so close, you're so comfortable that you don't even need to open your mouth because number one, you probably already know, the other person already knows what's going to come out. Right. (laughs) Right, you've spent so (laughs) much time together, you're so comfortable, you kind of start to know each other's thoughts in the way that you react to things and things that you like, things that you don't like. Uh, The more you spend time with somebody, the more of that you know. And isn't that the same with our Lord, though? Like, if we spend more time with the Lord, we're going to know exactly what He doesn't like or what where He's encouraging us to go or what His, th- what his way is. And it may, may it become our way. Exactly. Um, and so spending time in silence with each other while uncomfortable, especially at first, seems to me to be essential to a relationship with the Lord.
1: Absolutely. Right? It reveals a lot. The silence reveals a lot about um, where your headspace is at, where your soul is at. Mm. Because I know... I've, you know, heard different things from different friends, mm-hmm. but sometimes they're like, I just like love to keep busy because then it distracts me from this. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. well, are we really encountering what we need to within ourselves? Yeah, Because that filler mm-hmm. is like all the noises and distraction of life Yeah, is f- like filling your mind so that you can't think about the things that you really need to get off your chest or, um, confront and face.
0: Mm.
1: So that's sort of what.
0: I like that a lot. Uh, I think definitely one of the reasons we're very uncomfortable being silent alone is because then we're just left with our thoughts, Mm -hmm. right? And so we put music on, we watch a show, whatever it is. Go running, go, you know, whatever it is. We we try to be busy. I don't know the last time outside of adoration where I just sat and not no no motive, no need to do anything. I just sit and really just listen to the Lord. Um, in adoration, that seems like a natural thing, you right. know, and so, and so I did, but we're called to do that more than just an adoration. Uh, maybe we're supposed to begin our days that way too. Maybe, I, I feel like when I wake up, I have an agenda.
1: Oh, me too. Right? I have a yep, on my phone, in my actual written agenda planner. Yeah. Already, already set. Done. Mm-hmm.
0: Your day is already called, <laughs> right? <laughs> like it didn't even begin and it's already done. Yeah. (laughs) Because you had your agenda, right? But what if? Now, I will also say that I have an agenda every day and it never goes according to my plan. (laughs) Okay. Doesn't it always? Yeah, it always seems that way. And maybe I should be learning something about how the Lord is trying to talk to me. And so maybe if I begin my day in silence like that, maybe if I'm open to what the Lord is trying to tell me that day, I start to understand why my plans aren't going accordingly because I'm called to something greater or different, right? Right. And uh, maybe we're more open to the change and shift and the ebb and flow of life. Uh, we're not so frustrated in those moments. We just realize, oh no, the Lord is speaking. Right? Like, I need to calm. I need to. I need to chill. I need to take a moment and just be silent with the Lord. Let Him speak to me, uh, and whatever that may be. I know. Um, I personally don't hear an audible voice when when uh, the Lord speaks to me. It's not necessary I, although i will say one time i did oh uh, the car the car yeah so that was a definite audible voice mm-hmm. it's the only time but i usually uh it's more peaceful feelings it's uh when my when i ask the holy spirit to come and so then thoughts start to enter and i really believe that whatever thoughts are entering then the lord needs to speak to me about those thoughts and where i'm going uh, if, and if it's about my day then let's go start mm-hmm. talking to me about my day <laughs> what am i gonna expect here lord you know, and I don't know, have you ever done that? Like outside of adoration, have you ever just sat and really just said, Lord speak and just sit back?
1: Sometimes. Sometimes. Uh, I I think last semester, one time I went to Sequoia Park mm. um, and the sunsets there are beautiful. Yes. And there's just a beautiful landscape. So I like to go there. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I'll just, I've literally gone there, sat in my car and just sat. Nice. But it's not often. Very rare. Career. And honestly, that would be so nice. It would be just, Wouldn't like, it be great? Cause we get, get so busy.
0: I know. <laughs> like, just, look, we're, we're, we have a window outside of us right now and it is stunning. Oh, the yeah. leaves are falling. It's perfect fall weather. Um, I, I almost, I, I look out there and just go, Oh, that's so, if I could just stand out there and just stand there, it'd be perfect. Mm-hmm. You know, but why don't we do that? Like in the middle of your busyness, why don't we just, we know we're busy and it's crazy and we're going insane. Why don't we go, you know what? I need a timeout.
1: I need a timeout. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's exactly.
0: You need a timeout for sure. <laughs> I need a timeout for sure, right? Mm-hmm. But I also, um, I thought, okay, well, if we're going to talk about silence, it's not comfortable, it's not easy, but maybe we can give some tips and tricks about how to get to those silent moments because... I'm not trying to tell you to go sit in a corner and just, <laughs> just go take a time. That I won't do that myself, so I would not expect you to do that. But I, I, I found this uh, some information about maybe there are ten different ideas for how to be still with God, how to be, how to be silent, even if you don't like silence. What are some What are some ways we can do? So we'll just shoot through those real quick. Does that sound good? Sounds great. All right. Number one, find a quiet place and simply sit in silence with God. <laughs> I so so I said I'm not going to tell you to do that, but I am telling you to do that. It sounds so. like
1: the Wikipedia. Did you pull the Wikipedia? <laughs> oh, uh, out? let me that. change. Websites Wiki here. <laughs>
0: this is silence for dummies. Um, so, really, find a quiet place and simply sit in silence with God. And the important part of that, I think, is find a quiet. Or fi- yeah, find a quiet place. So, like in my house, I have ten people in my house. Yeah, I, Good luck. Yeah. The bathroom, maybe. Not even. No, no. You got everybody <laughs> not, running knock, around. Knock, knock, knock. You in there? Boom, boom, boom. Um, it's more so. My quiet place is a time frame. Right? So I know if I get up early enough, there's nobody else awake. That's true. And so then any place becomes my quiet place. So for me, it's a quiet time, right? Okay. So I have to find that right time. Then I can choose my place and sit and and really engage. And I've been able to do that a few times too, and it's beautiful. Uh, Do you have a quiet place in your sorority?
1: Oh, it's hard. Sometimes the porch in the very, very early mornings, Mm -hmm. people like to sleep in. So I typically go out there, um...
0: Sit between the two old people that are yeah. not talking. <laughs> are, <yeah>. and
1: <laughs> sometimes uh, I see my, my house mom. Sometimes she's walking around because she gets up early too. But nice. we, sometimes we're the only people up. So it's nice that I can walk around or just read a book somewhere. Yeah. You
0: know? yeah. So you, you have an opportunity of a quiet place. I do. Even though you live in a sorority with other like, ladies, right?
1: Yeah. 30 people
0: <laughs> so if you can do that in your space and i can do it in my space anybody else listening can probably find a space to do that as well so that's mm-hmm. really good solid advice even if it's just for 5 10 15 minutes and use that time for listening like uh, make it a listening prayer mm-hmm. just, speak lord i'm listening It's that's such a simple prayer speak lord i'm listening right just say that and then let it rip i like that um number two do some breathing exercises Right, so you take some time to pause. You, you breathe. You reflect on everything. And, um, your breath becomes like you, you're relaxed, and it becomes very steady. I think that steady, just being settled. Yeah. It makes you more willing to listen, I think.
1: It helps your heart rate, too. Mm-hmm. It'll, it'll calm it. So yep. if you're anxious, too, that really does help.
0: Uh, I see. So I, I know a couple of students who really suffer with anxiety, and sometimes it gets really bad, and they get all worked up. And so then when I see that happening, uh, first I go, okay, listen, we're going to breathe together. So just in the nose and out the mouth. And of course, they're like... And, but as we do it more and more, it's, then it becomes this nice rhythm of just in and out. And it really calms all the muscles. It calms a lot of life thoughts. All of that really focuses you. So if you find you can't be focused, just sit for a few minutes and do some breathing exercises. Let that focus you. Revert back to, revert back to life. You know, The Karate Kid is my favorite movie. Mm-hmm. And in The Karate Kid Part 2, Mr. Miyagi gave that same advice. I just want you to know.
1: So from Mr. Miyagi to you. Bingo.
0: <laughs> breathing is very important. <laughs> all right number three take a walk around your neighborhood in silence oh don't no music don't bring your phone that's a tough one uh but try that just walk in silence and listen to the sound of the world around you just enjoy that the leaves falling the dogs barking take and, your dog out yeah although okay. sometimes that wouldn't be silent either oh that's true right that's true then you got to worry about picking up poop and yeah. like running fighting, away, running with and other dogs. fighting mm-hmm. with other dogs and all that. Uh, but try that. Go on a walk just in silence. No no ulterior motive. You're just going out to walk in silence and see how the Lord speaks to you in nature. Right? Number four. This one, this, this one sounds so ridiculous to me. I don't think I could ever do this one. Okay. Um, I'm just saying, I don't even know if I've ever done this one. It does not sound good for me, but you might enjoy it. I don't know. Take a long bath. Mm, that's not me.
1: It's not me, but it could be you. Like, it could, it could, be be, you it could be you listening.
0: <laughs> it's not me, but it could be you. You know, it's some of the advice was like, you know, play some light music, maybe light a candle, um, just really relax, pay attention to the water, you know, all that stuff. Um, that to me makes me not want to be silent. <laughs> that's me, right? Like, I, it, I don't know. I don't take baths. I guess maybe that's my biggest issue. Yeah, I don't know. I don't
1: take baths, but if you do, if you I, do. I've seen it like like in like movies. And stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know I from
1: a, from at a distance. Yes, it looks relaxing. Right, right. <laughs> the bubble yeah. bath.
0: Right. The candle. The ambiance. Right. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, if that maybe maybe none of this other stuff has hit you yet, and you're saying no, that I can do. Kudos to you. Yeah. Right. How about number five? Find a labyrinth near you and walk it.
1: A labyrinth A near labyrinth. You. Is that what it says? Are you joking? Yes, dying? I am
0: not kidding. So maybe, especially in the fall, it's a lot easier because you have like mazes, you know, where like um, hay or uh, corn stalk mazes or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and they are those kind of throughout the year as well. Um, but maybe it's not necessarily a labyrinth in terms of trying to make your way out. But a labyrinth could be a neighborhood you're not familiar with as well.
1: I sort of actually have done that before. Have you? not going to lie. Yeah. I like to go into neighborhoods and be like, okay, I'm just going to walk it. And see yeah. What's up? As long as it's safe. We're not encouraging yeah. you to go to uncharted territory. You have no idea. Please, <laughs> yeah,
0: please, no. Please make sure that you know eventually how to get back or yes. can get back or in a safe spot. But um, again, I think that's also a way where you're not, you're just really focused on what's around you mm-hmm. and not what's inside you, <laughs> like they're in your head, right? right? So I, I actually kind of like that one a lot. I might try that one. Uh, number six, practice stillness through art. So, um, the big craze a few years ago, and it's, I think it still is, is like the adult coloring books. Yes. Right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So, that I think they're still,
1: I mean, it still was definitely pretty popular. like two years ago. I remember it being really big.
0: Okay. I, I know I once I bought, um, we had like a, a men's retreat and a women's retreat. And for the women, because uh, it was such a big craze, I bought Bibles that you would color in too.
1: Oh, I've seen like journaling Bibles. Yeah. Like, I've yeah. seen those. Yes.
0: So, uh, and they had those those pictures in it that you could color and it would like correlate. And I don't know. It's beyond my pay scale. Sure. But it was really cool. And so I thought, oh. That's a great way. So coloring, painting, whatever way, maybe through art, you'd be able to practice that silence. How about, how about number seven, doodle as you pray. I've noticed um, when I go, I I used to think people just weren't interested in listening to me. And while that is probably very accurate, (laughs) I do also notice that when some people, when I go and talk to different classes or something, some students, they put their head down and they're just doodling and they're like, but that's how they're focusing.
1: Right. Cause they're, I feel like it helps get like whatever is in your mind mm-hmm. just like out Yeah, so that it's like out of your mind so that you can absorb more.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't agree more. And I was so surprised to see it on this list though, because but, but it makes a whole lot of sense. It's like, you know, you're not trying to fill, you're trying to release things. You're trying to um, put pen to paper. You're trying to get it out, which makes you more open to listen. Right. If you get the thoughts down, even if it's through doodling, you're getting it out onto paper, and you're allowing yourself space to have something fill that. Right. Yes.
1: I didn't think about it until right now. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Isn't that crazy? I like that concept. I mean, I'm like I did a lot of art in high school, mm-hmm. and I would typically do it at night, which is really interesting. So I would just, you know, be drawing. Right. And it was very like therapeutic too, because I would have anything else going on, I'd just be of drawing. Course. Like everyone's. Asleep and I'm just like sort of. I could see how that would be a good, yeah, reflective practice. I That's guess.
0: crazy. I never. I would have never thought of that myself. No. Yeah. But what a good huh. practice. Yeah. All right. How about number eight? Practice Lexio Divina and listen for God through Scripture. So, have you ever done Lexio? Yes. I okay. Have. So you're familiar with the concept. Uh How many times you got to So, you, uh, listen. You go ahead. You explain it.
1: So basically, you read Scripture, and sometimes you can do it with two. I've done it with like usually another person yeah, too. Typically. So you can get more insight to mm-hmm. what God spoke through the scripture to them. Mm-hmm. But you read through the passage. Sometimes you pause mm-hmm. and then you read through it again or the other person will read through it again. Mm-hmm. You pray about it yep, and you reflect about it. Mm-hmm. So you do like a little, and then, but you do a lot of pausing, yes. a lot of silence. yeah, um, And like you read it in your head again. So it's, it's a very, it's, a, it's sort of, it can be long. So oh, sometimes yeah. it can be like, you can have, you know a five verse passage yeah. so it's very short yep. or it could be long doesn't yep. matter um but there's typically a lot of pausing reflecting hearing what god has to say and then you can share afterwards like what stood out to you exactly. that's usually the like typical
0: discourse, of that, I guess. It's true. The rule of three. So you're, you're going to end up reading it three times, right? Mm -hmm. Go over it three times so that it really makes an impact. And it's funny how sometimes on that third time, it's so, it hits you so differently than the first time, right? It's wild. And I think sometimes that's the, that's like the, the thing that can go wrong is if you only do it once, then it's, you're just kind of stopping at the surface level and you're not really doing it again. Uh, but once you do it again and again, and then that becomes something much different and it speaks to you on a, on a level that maybe get the Lord is trying to speak to you. Right. right? So
1: first you you can read it and mm-hmm. then you listen to another person maybe or read it again, but right. listen to another person saying it and yeah. then you read it in your head.
0: Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep, I love it. So that was uh, tip number, uh, was that eight? No. Oh, I accidentally scrolled all the way through. I'm so sorry. So let's go back to here. Okay. So Lexio Divina was eight. Number nine is practice stillness through music. Hmm. Mm, yeah, instead of using your scripture for your reflection as, as like we would in Lexio, you, you would use music to enter into stillness. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I'm a huge music person. I love music. Um, it, that really speaks to me. Yes. Sometimes I will hear a song and it will dumbfound me and I have to stop it. Really? Because it's speaking so deeply to me in and and, and, and a way that I would have never anticipated.
1: And you have to like reflect on it. And mm-hmm. like, okay, I got to like, this is so good. that mm-hmm. I need to pause. Exactly. Again. <laughs> 100%. That's
0: right. That one is like, I feel like that one was made for me. Oh Yeah. Well, that
1: makes me think of a song called You Speak by audrey assad oh yes and it's all about silence it's mm-hmm. all about the noise and the, the distraction the chaos yeah. of life and then god speaks to you yes in the silence. So if you need to do a i guess a reflective music practice on um prayer in silence
0: audrey yeah. um her music yeah. is very reflective uh yes. it's deep as i mean it's very deep and it's awesome it's great uh, she's a Catholic, too, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, and she has performed for the USCCB uh, before. before. Mm-hmm. So she's she's really set the tone for our bishops. Wow. So, I didn't realize that. Yeah. I knew so. she was,
1: like, pretty popular among the Catholic mm-hmm. um, worship, I guess, community. Of course. Of but, course. Wow.
0: Yeah. All right, we're on number 10, our final one. Share your morning coffee or tea with God. Aw. I like so that sweet. one so, so much. So tender. I love that. Right? And it's, it's this idea of, like... Okay, maybe, I don't know about you, I, I do, but uh, I need my morning coffee.
1: Oh, I had one this morning. Yeah,
0: see? And uh, if I don't have that, the day seems a little bit off, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I might need to give it up for Lent.
0: Oh, wow. <laughs> that, that would be, be crazy. It would be really hard. Oh, that's a big one. But, I don't know. I rely a lot on it. So. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, then maybe you should give it up. For yeah. You're right. Yeah. yeah. That's a good call. <laughs> oh my gosh. I can't believe it. That's crazy. There's my
1: Lenten promise. Right yes. <laughs> you're already making it
0: out. That's great. Uh, but what if you got up early and you shared that time with the Lord? You know, I even think of it like, if I. what if I were sitting at the table and I made sure that there was that chair across from me was set just right and maybe... I don't know, maybe there's a cup there. You don't have to fill it or anything, but it's almost like this. You're inviting the Lord to literally sit with you and enjoy a cup of coffee with you. I don't know, that really speaks to me too. I like the idea of that yeah. a lot. You can
1: go to a coffee shop, your favorite coffee shop, oh, and you yeah. sit by yourself.
0: Absolutely, honestly. for mm-hmm. sure. I, I, I like it. Um, I think she, like coffee, we, the, the beautiful part about when you're drinking coffee, you can't talk. True. <laughs> right? So if you're, you. if you're drinking coffee with the Lord, uh, it's going to force you to listen. Mm-hmm. Too, because he's not drinking the coffee, right? <laughs> it's his, it's his turn to talk to us. So maybe that's what it is: is that we're talk, we get to be silent and and he can then talk to us. Mm-hmm. So there's ten practical tips, ten different ways which you can experience silence. So hopefully, one of those have spoken to you. Um, we really encourage you to spend some time in silence today. After you hear this, maybe you get an opportunity to just turn this all off, think about it, spend a few moments in silence, and uh, enjoy the presence of the Lord. Thanks so much for your tips, Holly. Gosh, and your, your uh, question is really going around. I might have to go to Minneapolis.
1: Yeah, I might have to go. Oh, I'm afraid to do it. though. I don't know when I'll be there, but maybe, a, I don't know maybe a conference or something.
0: Do a sorority trip. You all have to go.
1: (laughs) Okay, guys, (laughs) here we go.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh. I would be interested in hearing the results of that. Well, uh, that's it for our podcast today. We very much look forward to being with you guys next time. Thank you so much. Share this with a friend, like it, subscribe, all that fun stuff. Until next time, have a blessed day. Sit in silence with the Lord.